0: is the sports bell where the most controversial sports topics are discussed debated and argued from week to week now here's your host jace campbell what is going on everybody and welcome in today for the first episode of the sports bell podcast i'm joined with my friend my co-host my buddy caden fogg how are you doing today
1: jace it's good to be here man it's
0: good good finally getting this thing up and going it's been a long time coming where we've talked about it finally uh you know got the things we needed to and got it set up and now we're rolling so it's good to be here um first episode new listeners all around uh i know you guys don't know us so uh will just give a little introduction uh jace campbell i'm your host uh me and fog we're both 20 we live with uh around each other we've been friends played baseball football uh together for a long time and we have a couple of other friends that might join us and on this podcast And you know we sit down and we hang out with our friends and we just get in yelling and fighting matches over stupid sports things so we thought why the heck not start a sports pro- podcast and talk about things so here we are and we'll see where it goes so hopefully it's fun uh we're gonna try to do this two times a week um most of the time, we're they're going to be uploaded on Tuesdays and Fridays, depending on circumstances. But you know, we think football season, you can get all of college football in and uh, NFL and Monday Night Football in on the Tuesday podcast, and then on the Friday podcast, you can get in Thursday night and preview all the college games and everything else, and then uh, off season anything far and in between. And we're also going to try to do a couple of live streams especially for the NFL draft. And if there's certain other big ones that we think uh, you guys can let us know and we'll take that into consideration. But with that being said, we're going to jump right into our first topic. Big, big topic of the weekend. Connor McGregor's return to the Octagon did not go as planned fog. what did you think about that?
1: Oh my gosh. I think it caught everybody off guard, man. Um, huge props to Dustin Poirier, man. Um, just after after the submission loss to habib there um it was it was pretty gut wrenching for him i remember watching that fight and uh he almost chokes uh habib out with a guillotine so um he was super close there um ended up getting taken back down loses by a rear naked chokehold so um huge props to him i mean obviously a huge underdog coming into a fight with conor mcgregor so the way he came in <clears throat> outboxes conor mcgregor uh even though conor took the first round 10 to 9 i think right yeah um i would have given him 10 9 for sure yeah that's what i was thinking but uh man those kicks to the calf man
0: he walked out on a crunch Crutch, didn't he?
1: Yeah, I'm yeah. So he says, "Crazy says you broke my leg, you bastard." <laughs> <That's what he laughs> so said. was it
0: broken, or no, he's just kind of so. joking?
1: But I saw pictures of it, and his it's leg is brutal. just swollen. Yeah. Um, and he, I saw this, and he uh, obviously he changed up his um uh his stance. He changed it more into like a, you know, like a boxing boxing type where. He has so much weight on his front on his front leg there, and um, it's just so heavy, and he can't. He wasn't checking the kicks, and um, I think it just started taking a toll, obviously, and it it beat him up. And then, um, you know, obviously he gets up against the cage, and I thought he had plenty of opportunities to get out of there. You know, obviously we were watching it together. Yep. We're like, get out of there, you know.
0: Yeah, I'm taking a video right there and someone I think Brevin behind me goes Get out of there, dude and you hear it in the back, and next thing you know, he's wobbling up against the fence and he catches that right undercut and just drops him.
1: I don't know. I can't remember. I know he kinda he kinda dips down and Dustin just catches him. Perfect, dude, and then oh my gosh.
0: It almost looked like like Dustin didn't hit him on the extension of his uppercut. He caught him like halfway through because I thought he was going down. Connor's like coming into it trying and he's probably like doesn't really know what he's what's happening right now because he he just took yeah. like six six punches yeah so he's probably a little just you know bobbing and weaving and just happened to be right there caught him
1: and night night he took Irish
0: 12 whiskey
1: yeah he took quite the combination he there did. Dustin is such a stud of a boxer man and just you know after six years what they fought yeah. in
0: 2014 yep
1: yeah and featherweight too so um and he can't he came in a lot more relaxed, too. Um, well, back was, in 14, Conor was probably
0: yeah. top, top, not top, but, you know, getting into his prime. Yeah, that was, He's washed now. Like, I, I love McGregor.
1: Jace. <laughs> he's Don't washed. Come on. Yourself. No,
0: I'm not. I'm going to get ahead of myself. Jace. He's washed.
1: Jace. He's washed. I'm not... No, I'm not going to say he's quite washed yet, all right? He did not look good in this fight. I will give him that. He didn't look too bad in the first round. It's just... I don't know it's it always has gotta be like this weird mind game with Connor. It's like what Connor's gonna show up, but I thought we were gonna get a motivated Connor, you know he'd been working his tail off for the past you know however long um but uh he just he switched some things up, and I think that really hurt him because usually he's switching stances he's he's all over the place, he looks more loose. And this fight, he just um, he didn't he didn't switch it up. Usually, he's switching from back and forth from southpaw to orthodox, um, you know. And then he just he kept that front leg really steady, and it was just getting chopped up. But as far as being washed, I don't know quite yet.
0: I just don't think his heart's in it. Not where it used I, to I be. Could,
1: I could see it too.
0: And I just don't think he trains hard enough. The same with the Khabib fight, same with the Mayweather fight. And the Mayweather fight's different because he was going to boxing, but he just, you know, all we hear is oh, he's having these great camps. He's he's in great shape and all this. He comes out and he gets freaking trashed. Yeah. He, he couldn't last 6 rounds against Mayweather. Khabib just took him to school on the ground and then Poirier he looked good for one round and then Poirier took him to uh, like town. Took him to school, taught him a little lesson in two and a half minutes, and knocked him out. So I don't know. I don't think Connor's washed. I would not say he's going to lose to Jake Paul if they ever fight because that guy's a freaking that guy's <laughs> oh, a man. pussy. Don't even,
1: don't even start me with that freaking guy. So,
0: but but that might be the fight he has to take right now. Like, geez, he can't beat anyone else, so oh, might have to take the Jake Paul fight. <laughs> if he's
1: if he's going to fight Jake Paul, it better be on Jake Paul's porch or something. That's all <laughs> the shit he's talking, all yeah. Right? If they
0: fight, they I would not want it to be a boxing match. I want to see Conor throw a spinning like kick and probably give him CTE or something.
1: Oh my, yeah. Well, he put he put Jake Paul in a body bag. Let's let's not get confused here. But like what you're saying, um, Conor's motivation— who knows where it's at? Because like obviously when he was coming up, you know he's like, you know it was the cocky, arrogant Conor McGregor. He didn't he didn't have much. You know, and then um, now he's
0: got it all. Now he's
1: got it all. He's got a family now. You know, he's engaged. Um, you know, when you're spending time on yachts and like you got your fancy cars and everything, it's like.
0: Well, he made he made a lifetime of money in his first fights when he was winning his when he had both belts. So he has enough yeah. money. Now he has his own whiskey and you know, that's doing good. Yeah. So, you know, he's not in it for the money cause he doesn't need money. No, he doesn't need, you know, he's got a wife. Like you said, he's got a family. He's got everything he can ever ask for. He's kind of just fighting to fight. And I'm almost wondering if he's just fighting because people want him to fight. Not if he really wants to fight, but I don't know. I love watching him fight. He's streaking every yeah. time. It doesn't matter if that guy goes out for a year or two. And I could not believe that he was the favorite over Poirier, uh, and he hadn't fought for what a year, a couple uh, months. Eight? See, yeah.
1: January twenty first is when he beat Cowboy. Okay, so last what? year, so he, uh, pretty much uh, yeah, a year, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So I mean, I was like, no way, he's he, that they're going to favor him, but they did, and they
1: probably always will. But yeah, well, that's we were talking about um, when they were doing the walkouts. Is it might be because of the rankings? Because I always thought it was um, whoever was favored walks out last. Yeah. yeah. But maybe it's because of the rankings. I'm not quite sure on that. Yeah. But I know we were talking about that yeah. when he was coming out.
0: Yeah, because what? Dustin was the f- second contender yeah. and Connor was the fourth. Fourth, yep. So, and then, what, Nick Chandler? What was his name, first name? Michael Chandler. Michael Chandler. He was the sixth, right? Or he wasn't even ranked. He's not ranked. But, but he, he, he was, won, and now yeah. that could be a good fight, him and Dustin. Who knows what else we'll get into in that division. But that, I mean, Chandler looked
1: good. Oh, man. In the co-main. Dude, and so here's the thing: is Dan Hooker just went five rounds with Dustin Poirier? Dan Hooker is not just some like pushover yeah. man, and, and he, that's who
0: Chandler beat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Michael Dan Chandler beat him? And what it was a first round knockout, right? Uh, I think so. I'm yeah. pretty sure it was.
1: I think it was a first round knockout. But, um, let me but pull. Let me pull that. Mike, here. Michael Chandler is like he's a beast. Like I wasn't. He was the underdog too, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, so
0: Michael Chandler uh, knocked him out two minutes and 30 seconds into the first round. So pretty much well, not like uh, Poirier, but, you know, half the round in round one and knocked him out. So
1: that's crazy. Yeah, and he's he's a wrestler type, too. And so a lot of people were saying, you know, Dan Hooker, man, he can he can slug it out all the way um, with five rounds, obviously, from uh, watching the fight with Dustin Poirier. So a lot of people thought Michael Chandler was going to... Um, gonna try to wrestle with them but you know obviously do
0: you think that that like plays with an opponent's mind like you're like well this guy's a wrestler he might be
1: going for takedowns and then you just get bopped well let's let's look back to habib and connor so habib habib takes connor down how many times yeah and then the one punch that habib lands knocks connor down yeah so i mean you could always you always have to be prepared for somebody to take you down and you know when you're Trying to defend your legs in a takedown, and they come over the top and and drill you. It it can surprise you. So, yeah, I, I have
0: a I have a lot of respect for those guys that step in the ring and take leg kicks because. Uh, this is a quick
1: little story, but
0: <laughs> Fog Fog did what you did UFC for what like a week or so in a gym? Well, you still uh, like train, but you like actually went to a class, right? I
1: I trained a little bit in jujitsu for. You know, I think it was like two months or so. And what they they just had you kick each other's legs, right? So so there's jujitsu, and then um, I went to one muay thai class. Muay thai is like your, um, you know, your striking stuff like that. Yeah. And so I learned how to throw these leg kicks, and you know, so the jujitsu class was before um the muay thai, and uh, you know, that's just like you're rolling around, you're you're practicing submissions and stuff, and they teach you like some self defense stuff. And then the coach, he's like, hey, stay for some Muay Thai, kind of just check it out. And I'm like, all right. And so um, the first thing is like you, you kind of stretch out again. And then, you know, he says, all right, pick a partner and um, we're going to start throwing leg kicks. And so I'm like, all right, well, um, I guess I guess we'll kind of see how this goes. And so you stand right across from your partner and you just sit there and just trade leg kicks in that in that section of the training. And so that was, that was definitely uh, quite the experience. Cause my leg was absolutely dead after so, the first.
0: So fog goes and does this and we're, I forget what fight we're watching, but someone just took a beat into the legs and I'm sitting there and we got in this discussion and I swear I heard someone say that like UFC fighters do something to their nerves so they don't feel those kicks as much. But <laughs> yep. anyways, someone was like, no, I don't think they do that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, okay. And I go fog kick me and fuck, and I'm like don't kick me hard I'm like go like 60% and so I'm sitting there and you know we got five six of our buddies watching us and the dude kicks me and it was not 60% I'll say that fuck you kicked me at like 80 or
1: 90% it was at least 80% and yeah.
0: it dropped me and I'm sitting there on the ground for Three minutes crying, and then I get up and I'm cramping now because, oh, it was just killing me. And now I'm thinking back, I'm like, these guys are in the middle of a fight, and you got freaking Dustin Poirier kicking full speed, and he's a lot, no offense, but they throw, they have a oh, lot yeah, pow- more powerful kicks than you. Oh, like, yeah. how do they freaking sit there and take those? Or when they're in the clinch, those elbows, corner throws, that would, I'd just be done. I'd probably just the tap out. Right? Yeah, the shoulders, oh, I mean. My gosh, I'd probably just dude. tap out. I'd be yeah. like, I'm done. You know what? You can take it because. Dude, they're just in the clinch, and all of a sudden, and it's quick like that. Like you can't see it. It's, oh, yeah. How he knocked well, out
1: Cowboy Two is just yeah. Well, it's who who's expecting that too? You know, you're yeah. in, you're in like a Muay Thai clinch or something, and yeah. you know, you're expecting maybe like an elbow or you know some knees to the body or you know some shots to the body. But I mean, I don't or, think.
0: Or the one that would totally piss me off is John Jones stomping on my foot. Yeah. If someone stomped on my foot. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it. it would not be. I think, yeah, Connor did it a couple times, yeah, he, didn't yeah. he? Because I remember they were up against the fence. I'm like, they just need to stomp on their foot. And then yeah, someone, did he say did that. it. So, yeah. So, well, that was a good fight. You know, uh, obviously, we we're all surprised that it happened because you know a lot of us were cheering for connor and stuff and it happened and i don't think anyone can be mad that dustin won because dustin's not the no, fighter dude. like i don't i don't like khabib i respect his fighting so i was kind of mad about that but
1: when dustin knocked it out i'm just like geez like you gotta give it to guy. dustin is is a man bro yeah so you can't not like dustin i like dustin a lot just just after that fight and like i said after the whole Habib fight and uh just stuff like that he's Definitely one of the best boxers, if not one of the best boxers in the yeah. UFC. So,
0: well, you know that fight. Like I said, good fight. Who knows what's left in that division? Uh, Khabib obviously not f- planning on fighting anytime soon. So, who's going to go
1: for the belt? Do you think? Um, there's so many. There's so many different things that can happen. This this division is so stacked. It's it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I think Dana came out and was saying um it could be uh Chandler and Poirier, Michael Chandler and Dustin. Okay. Um but you know a lot of people forget about Charles Oliveira too. He's just man, a jiu-jitsu freak and he just obliterated Tony Ferguson just yeah. barely. So and Tony Ferguson was just um he just fought for the interim belt against Justin Gaethje and he got he got lit up in that fight too. So and Charles Oliveira is on, gosh, quite the winning streak, too. So, I mean, you got, you got Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. That could be it. You got Michael Chandler versus Dustin Poirier. Or you could even throw Justin Gaethje back in there, too, I've seen. Um, some people talking about that, too. Any one of those is a banger fight. So, that division is just so stacked. Um, as for Connor what do you think, Jace? What do you think is his next fight if he's he going to stick around? He needs to take the Jake Paul fight. <clears throat> oh no, I don't know. I I don't know.
0: Maybe uh, he goes and fights. And like I said, I'm not too, like, I love watching UFC. I don't follow it too much like I do football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Even. Right. But, like, a good fight for me would be, you know, um, who fought Michael Chandler just barely? Dan Hooker. So Dan Hooker goes, and he goes the distance with Dustin, right? Yeah. And then... Dustin beats Connor and Chandler beats Hooker. Yeah. Maybe a Hooker McGregor fight might not be bad. I don't know. That would be a fun one to see just cuz you know they they all have
1: common opponents.
0: But at some point you yeah, get someone
1: it, else in there. So, and it's not like with Connor too, he's not he's not going to come out and fight some bum either on his next fight. So, whoever he fights, he has a lot on his hands. He does. Even with the Nate Diaz trilogy fight is what I've been seeing a lot and even even a Tony Ferguson fight too. Yeah, and all those fights for Conor, they're they're tough. The thing is, is you can't go wrong with a Conor fight.
0: A Conor fight's going to come up, and it's going to be a big fight, no yeah. matter
1: what. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. That's we'll see true. who
0: it is next. But um, just closing up. Last thing, you know, I I knew about the Usman and Gilbert Burns fight coming up in three weeks, but looking down here, I was not aware that Blachowicz and Israel Adiasanya and then Stipe and Nagaku. Nagano, yeah. Whatever, Naganu, Francis, yep. the free- oh my gosh. Those are going to be good fights. I, I'm looking forward to the Stipe so, one. Like, I think all three of those are going to be great title fights, but, dude, I love watching the freaking heavyweights, not the heavyweights, but the big guns go at it. Yeah. Those guys are powerful. Uh, those are two yeah. bad dudes fighting. So And then Adia Sanya and Blakowicz will be a good fight too. Yeah, there's three title fights on that card. On the... Uh, Sani one? Yeah. Because there's Amanda Nunez and then Peter Yan and Sterling. Yeah, Pieter Yan and... Uh, Pieter Yan. Aldermaine Sterling. And then... I ha- oh, yeah, Aldermaine. I remember watching him. I forget which one it was, but I remember watching him. He, he was good. Yeah, he's he's one of those you know, crafty jiu-jitsu The knockout too. king fights. Derek Lewis. On that card? No, uh, it's a UFC fight night on February 20, so it's oh, not like a UFC yeah, event. Yeah, he's but, fighting but Curtis Blades. Yeah, huh? Blades. Yeah, that'll be... That'll be good. For Knockout
1: me. King. That Gosh, guy's always dude. that guy's always
0: got something to say after his games. <laughs> his balls so. are hot, man. <laughs> my balls were hot.
1: I take my pants one. off too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, he's yeah, he's packing
1: for sure. So. But you know, you're talking about heavyweights too, and John Jones. Yeah, well, that guy needs to get it together and then come back and fight. He's he's already going to fight in the heavyweight, Jace. What's he? heavy he fighting? Religion. Probably not yet. Probably the winner of Stipe and Francis. Wouldn't him and Stipe be a they sec- They've already fought once, right? Uh-uh. No. John Jones has always just been light heavyweight, and now okay. he's making his way up to heavyweight.
0: So who am I thinking that Stipe... Oh, Cormier, right? Yeah, yeah. DC. That's who it was. Yeah. DC. Three times. And DC's done now. Yeah. Do you like listening to him announce? Daniel? Yeah. 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 I forgot who it was the other day. said... Shut up. Oh, it was probably Cade, because Cade doesn't like him. Oh really? He's like shut up, Cormier!
1: Oh, because yeah, <laughs> shut Cade Kate was rooting hard for uh, Conor. Yeah, yeah. He was pretty heartbroken when he when he got beat. Yeah. Um, but, gosh, it was it was pretty sad not having Joe Joe Rogan on the mic. I earlier. know. So, yeah. well, John John Anik is good though, and I like DC. And I think I think it was Paul Felder too that was in there. Yeah, Paul. There, that's a pretty good trio too. But. You yeah. know, you can't go wrong with little, he's hurt. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can't go wrong with some old Joe.
0: Oh, yeah. On the, on the mic. Yep. Yeah. On the hot mic. So, all right. Well, good UFC bout there. Good one. Good other ones coming up in February and March. So we'll be talking about those ones for sure. But let's move on. Championship weekend. Start on the AFC side. Chiefs defend home field. Go back to their second straight Super Bowl. And, you know, this game, it looked good for Buffalo early. It, to me, when they recovered that fumble, something about Kansas City, they like to make it hard. Because against Houston <laughs> last year, 24 they go down 24-0. Zero. Zero, yep. But then they just make it look so easy. So, you know, when they fumbled right there and they go down they go down and score and it's 9-0 because they missed the PAT, I'm like, well, geez, this is nothing for them. And sure enough, they rattle off, what, 21 straights, 21-9 before you even know it. So, chiefs you know they they overcome controversy but the big thing i saw and you know josh allen had a great year all year and i'd put him up there for top 3 mvp probably behind rodgers and mahomes obviously but the game just looked too big for him he was taking horrible sacks he threw the ball not well. Yeah, he threw
1: some in some tight coverages. He did. I was
0: like, and oh, granted, man. the Chiefs played great defense. They were just locking them up, man, covers the whole time. And they had, I saw most pressures in a game. He was pressured on twenty-seven of his forty-eight dropbacks. That's a freaking crap ton. That's a, that's more Chris, than half. Chris Jones, man. Yeah, everyone. Chris so he, Jones is a so. Star. Granted, he's scrambling, but I, there was one time, and I forgot what the score was, but it's like second and five. No, I think it was like second and six. Anyways, and he. You know, the problem you get with these scrambling quarterbacks is you draw back to pass and they think they can escape, and he ran twenty yards backwards oh, and then got tackled, the so it's third and yeah. thirty six now. So you know, and you know, that's just him trying to make a play, but sometimes at in those situations in those games, away. just throw it away, you know, live for another down. So Um I was really rooting for uh the Bills to win just because knowing Brady was there and <laughs> Bucks fans, I'm Patriots fan for the for everyone. I'm sure you never knew that, but for for Bucks or Bills fans to make it to their first Super Bowl since '93 and then have to deal with Brady because they thought they were done. They're like, oh, Brady's out of the AFC East. This is our year. Or take the AFC. Of course, they win the division. Could you imagine? They get to the Super Bowl and now they got Tom Brady. To to- Brady. terrored him for 20 years in the AFC East and now they got to go through him for the Super Bowl. But, you know, they came up
1: too short. But, yeah. <sighs> That would have been pretty funny. It would have been. And B- Bills Mafia, man, that's the funniest fan base. It is funny. That's the funniest fan base. I, I,
0: I'm, I, I can cheer for the Bills, um, even though I'm a Patriots fan. I, they're not the Jets to me. I hate the Jets, but um, I could have gotten behind them uh, beating the Chiefs because I'm not a Chiefs fan either. But just the crap they do. Did you see that video on Twitter? It was a month ago, and they did a gender reveal with a baby, and they threw the baby onto a table, and like the oh, table and exploded, and that like said the it.
1: gender. I'm like. These guys are crazy. So, well, they uh, they were donating to uh, Lamar Jackson's uh, like favorite charity after. Yeah, it was like over three hundred thousand. That's insane. So they're that's a good fan base. It the is. Bills is a team I can get behind to root for in yeah. like a playoff situation. Like you got like you know Stephon Diggs, Josh Allen. Well, you you like Zach, Zach Moss, Moss. <laughs> yep. yeah? Gosh. Being a Utah fan. Why do you have to be injured?
0: So I was reading something the other day, and this just pisses me off, but Stephon Diggs, the reason he got traded was because the Patriots called about him first. The Patriots called him like, what do you want for Diggs? And that started trade rumors. <laughs> and then knowing Bill, he's probably like, oh, we don't need Stephon Diggs. We can, we can deal with kill Harry
1: and Jacoby Myers. We'll get an undrafted guy. From- we'll grab.
0: We'll go. I'll go to my local Walmart and get a bagger, and he'll be good.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> he'll anyways, be, he'll be the new Julian Edelman. So be. that's
0: yeah, seriously, Wes Welker. So that that kind of the Patriots started those conversations. And geez, the Bills. I wouldn't say they. Well, obviously they won the trade because Diggs had a better year than Justin Jefferson. But like when you give up a first round pick for a receiver or for any player, that's the type of production. You that's need. what they yeah. have to do because they they just shaped they, the vikings got younger with that draft pick and justin jefferson could easily be rookie of the year yep. so i mean both both those sides right there were a win-win but that yeah like i said i can get behind josh allen small school guy wyoming wyoming uh, had had no offers went to a jc junior college so that's that was a cool the bills so uh, and then Taron Johnson, obviously from Weber oh, yeah. State, Man, he got, what a stud. Yeah, he he he's good. But the thing is, dude, is I gotta look this up. I was gonna look this up before, um, but he's guarding Tyree Kill, and Taron Johnson's a freaking. He's a, he's a good corner. I went, like he's not elite, but he's good. He runs a four five forty, so pretty good for a corner. He just runs a slant and runs away. Tyreek Hill runs a slant and runs away from not only Tyron Johnson, but the other four corners that are chasing him down the field in
1: route for a 70 yard gain. It's, it's so unfair. Oh my gosh, dude. Just seeing him run down the field, you're just like, yeah, nobody's catching him. Yeah. Almost Crazy. nobody's catching him, except maybe like Hardman, his other his teammate that runs, what, yeah. probably another 4 2 or whatever. Yeah. He runs something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and Hardman's the one that fumbled there. Yeah, exactly. And then he comes back and has a huge jet sweep and scores for touchdown. touchdown. So, yeah, goodbye. I saw the clip and, like, Mahomes, and as much as I don't like him, but they're, like, rallying around. And they're like, dude, you got to get up, make a play, make a play, deal with adversity, blah, blah, blah. And of
1: course he did. So, see, yeah. I I just think you're scared of uh, Patrick Mahomes because he might be the new GOAT, Jace. He ain't the freaking GOAT. I don't he know. He couldn't
0: touch Brady's jock strap <laughs> right now, dude. Brady went, yeah, they're probably the same right now because Brady went to three Super Bowls in his first four year, but he won three. Mahomes is only going to his second in his fourth year, and if he wins, which I I don't think he does, but you know it's uh, here is the thing. I get it. Not a lot of people like Brady, and we'll get to the Bucks. But how do you not cheer for the Bucks to win in their home stadium?
1: Like that is, a, it's a first. That's, like come on, that's insane. It's only brady too only exactly. brady and you know you could throw lebron in there too only yeah. like brady or lebron can just transfer to a new team that, hey you guys want to go to the championship game
0: i saw a tweet and it said tom brady really picked a random team and said shit y'all want to go to the super yeah, bowl seriously. so in yeah. your
1: in your home state in your exactly. Own field? Yeah. let's do it
0: we'll, we'll go into the nfc championship game right here since we're talking about it but dude yeah literally i i think he planned it from day one yeah. not planned it but once he knew he wasn't going back to new england you he know he's like Where can I go? And, you know, obviously Tampa had good weapons, and they had a somewhat decent defense. They had a high draft pick. They had a coach that he could work with in Arians and stuff. But Super Bowl's in their hometown. Weather. Yeah, well, weather, too. The worst winning percentage in NFL history for a team. It's like 38% or something. He goes in the first. 384, I think, is what I've seen. He goes in the first year. He freaking takes them to a Super Bowl. And, yeah, here's the thing. They struggled the first part of the year. They got blown out by the Saints twice. You know, they lost to the Chiefs already. They beat the Packers.
1: Oh, that's right. But they they blew the Packers out. They blew the Packers out. But,
0: you know, they just weren't like you're like, dude, Tom Brady and Evans and Godwin and Gronk's back. But you got to remember, this was not an average year. They did not get any OTAs, any minicamp. Tom Brady's come in with new receivers. I don't care how good of a receiver or quarterback you are. You can't just, you got to have chemistry. God, you got to be looking for the ball inside of breaks. You got to know, like, if they're sitting in cover two, if you got to sit down and find the window where Brady wants you. So they really started clicking, you know, week after their bye week week 13, and you can see that. They won three straight home games, and I think, the, obviously, the Chiefs were the hardest one, but Washington put up a good fight against them too. Hey,
1: let's let's put my team out there, the Washington football team. Put out a... Put up a pretty good fight against, uh, you know, Tom Brady. So They did. You know, a couple plays go Washington's way. I mean, they might be in the Super Bowl right now. Yeah, gosh know. dang it, Tyler Heineke. Come on, dude. Taylor. Taylor. Taylor, hey. See? easy on the goat talk, all right? <laughs> That's
0: Heineke, all right? Yeah, I heard he's coming to New England. He wants to go to a winning situation. Oh,
1: my gosh. Jace, I'll <laughs> bet with you again right now. We'll make another bet. No, we don't. Washington really do gets 10 wins next year.
0: Ugh. So start uh, going to the NFC championship game right here. You know that uh, the Packers win the toss and they're like, yeah, well, we're going to defer, which is smart. And I don't think I, I, I've i watched a lot of Bucks games because this is just going to be you're going to think I'm a nerd for this. But but the Bucks and the Patriots didn't play at the same time until week 14. So I got to watch both games because, you know, I'm watching the Patriots. Oh. And then I'm like, yeah, I'll go watch Brady and Gronk cheer him on. And. Obviously, I had more fun watching the Bucs games because the Patriots didn't <laughs> bring me too much joy. But, um, you know, they Brady always takes a while to start. But he came out this drive and three for three on third downs. And they're like long, like a third and 14, a third and nine. Mike Evans. Mike man. Evans. Chris Godwin catches one, you know. And then, you know, you throw it. And that's the start of the
1: debacle of Kevin King, as we all know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So. I was Before this, me and Jace are talking. I'm just like, Kevin King, man. Right before the half, and you allow that to happen to you.
0: Yeah, just, you know, and they were they were getting ready to punt. They're sitting there, yeah. and it's fourth and three, and they're like, punt unit comes on, and I think I remember hearing something saying Brady told Arians, let's go for it, and it's a smart call because even if they don't get it, there's, what, like three seconds left, but, you know, they get it, and I was shocked they heaved it up, too. I thought they were going to try to get, like, 10 yards and make a manager, manageable field goal. Next thing I know, you got a little white Walmart bagger like they find in New England running down. Scotty Miller's good. I am not taking anything away from him, but yeah, it's just like, like a classic receiver Brady would make a living off of, right? Like not Mike Evans, not Chris Godwin. It's not Gronk. It's it's Scotty Miller running down the sidelines, making probably the biggest game of the, or the biggest play of the game before like a, halftime, like
1: a Julian Edelman or Wes Welker, exactly. That, that as you know, a couple years ago, I am watching the Patriots in a Super Bowl game, or you know, it was the AFC Championship against the Chiefs. And Romo's calling out all these plays, and he's like, to Edelman across the middle. And I'm like, all right, here it comes. And sure enough, right to yeah. Edelman, right right down the middle. I'm just like, how do you let that happen every yeah. time? You know, they're just, I don't know. Yep. Yeah. Well, and you know, the
0: Buccaneers, they, they played good in the first half, but they still had a couple drops. I remember Brady throws a dime to Godwin, and Fogg texts me, and he goes, what the heck? He's a Next dropping play. machine. Yeah, he's a drop machine. <laughs> Next play, he goes up and makes a contested catch for 51 yards, juggling catch, and he takes me. You are like, at least he makes the hard ones stuff. Yeah. It's like that was really the story. Like they were missing some easy ones, and Brady missed a couple throws too. Um, but you know they they had a good enough lead, and credit to the defense, they're missing two of their safeties because oh, Antonio Winfield was yeah. out, and then Whitehead, who caused the fumble, he yeah. went out after. One possession after His the fumble. Shoulder, huh? So, you know, and Antonio Brown didn't even play. So you got to hope that you can get those three guys healthy. And for Winfield and uh, Antonio Brown, they won't have played for three weeks since the Super Bowl's in two weeks. So that will be big if you can get those two back and hopefully uh, Whitehead's healthy
1: too. But. Jeez. Yeah, Antonio Brown's just kind of been like this little secretive weapon that just came back, and now he's starting to score touchdowns again, and getting his legs back under
0: just him. After so.
1: after everything that went down with Antonio Brown, it's kind of like good for him, you know?
0: Yeah, and think about this: Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell in the Super Bowl with no big, ben. <laughs> with no, no big. big ben. Ben. <laughs> a shout out to Brevin, huh? <laughs> Four Steelers just get all mad. He's gonna be like, eh. so yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, you know, another big story of this game, uh, the Bucs, you know, Rodgers was only sacked, I think, six times in the regular season uh, other than against the Bucks, The Bucks sacked him five times in the first game. And they got to him four times this game. So pressure was a big deal, and they were able to do it both games, and you saw, you know, Rodgers, he, he's good against the Blitz, so you don't want to Blitz too much. But, you know, those four sacks, they those helped a lot. So pressure's good. Um, they got to keep that up against Mahomes. Mahomes and Rodgers are both little scrambling quarterbacks, and you don't want to get Mahomes rolling out because you get Mahomes rolling out, yeah, There goes Tyreek Hill, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! So that's got that's got to be so hard to watch. It's like a, you know, you're cheering for the other team, and Patrick Mahomes just rolls out, and all of a sudden you see Tyree kill just get open, and you're like, well, because the thing is, is there like, you go. As much as I hate.
0: I want to say hey as much as I don't like Mahomes cuz of his like attitude and personality I just, I just something rubs me wrong against him and it might be because I'm a Patriots fan it's but It's
1: because he's coming after Tom's He's goal, not coming status, after James. Tom's Come on,
0: dude. <laughs> Get out of here. And like gosh,
1: five or six years he's going to be right.
0: He iron. will not. Brady's going to win his 7th this year and Mahomes ain't coming close to it. We'll in there, but he freaking he's rolling out and you're like he should either throw it away or we should get pressure on him where we sack him or, or it should be an incomplete pass. Actually, you know, like you said, you got Kelsey wide open, and they're le- and it's not like they're leaving, like, McCall Hardman wide open, who's, you know, their third option. It's yeah. their first and second options in Kelsey and Hill that are wide open all the
1: time. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and so. he's out here just throwing no sidearm passes, and you're just like, how does he do that? Yeah. So...
0: I can get behind Andy Reid though, just because he coached at BYU under Lavelle Edwards. So I can get behind Andy Reid, even though I don't want them to win. But
1: how how can you not like Andy Reid? You know, he's just always talking about cheeseburgers and stuff like that. <laughs> he's gonna have the biggest cheeseburger party if he goes back to back, which won't gosh. happen. But
0: he'll probably have a big cheeseburger party even if he doesn't. But what what what's a, what's the score prediction, Jace? Well, right now the line's set Chiefs by three and a half over under fifty seven. I think are fair lines, but I could easily see this being a low scoring game too. Like I, I don't want to say low scoring, but I could see it being like thirty-one twenty-eight, like fifty, like that will probably that thirty-one twenty-eight would hit the spread, and that would be a little under. No, it'd hit it. It'd no hit I'd it hit it. I would hit it. Yeah, but like I don't know. Like that's not as high, like you. You think of the Chiefs, you're going to think like what forty? Like this could this could either be a. Forty, like a uh, Eagles Patriots Super Bowl where it was forty to thirty eight. Yeah, or or uh, it could be like a defensive battle. Who knows?
1: Like uh, Patriots and Rams. Yeah, 18. and probably
0: not that low because you obviously don't have the defense quite like the Patriots do and stuff. But and I don't think Mahomes is getting held. I mean, I don't, I think if you're the Bucks, you have to go in. You have to score points. I'm going to score at least thirty points to win this game. If if you're if the defense can hold them to twenty one and they held them to twenty eight the first time they played them I and that was with uh, Tyree kill going off for 200 yards in the first half. And then they locked yep. it in. But you say if I if we can score 30 points this game and or if our defense can hold them under 30 points, I'd feel confident because I think the
1: Bucks can score 32. So I just I just look at these two offenses and it just screams to me points, 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 yeah. points. I mean, yeah. you've got man, Tampa, Tampa Bay's middle linebacker, man. What's his name? Devin he's White. a he's a stud. Yeah, he's a stud. So, I mean, the defenses don't, you know, I don't think they're as popular as, say, like, you know, your other, you know, your other prop, uh, popular defensive teams. But yeah, this you got like the Rams who had a good defense and who else had pretty good defense?
0: Like New England. Washington. England's, yeah, Washington had a good defense. You're yeah. right. The Saints had a pretty good defense. So, yeah, they're not one of those top defenses by the Steelers. They, I get, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying, though. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, I just I just see points coming out and they just I just want to see Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes just go at it, bro. And they're yeah. just and they're just throwing the ball down the field and they're just big plays all the way through. And I know
0: that this won't happen, but if I'm Tom Brady and, and I've told you this for weeks, if he goes through Breeze, Rodgers, and Mahomes and wins it his first year in Tampa, the Super Bowl is in Tampa How do you not retire on that? Peyton Manning went out on top. I get it. Like he wants to play till he's 45 and he still can play at a high level. But like, how do you go out on that? How do you not want to go out on that? That would be the major inning to the GOAT debate. So
1: that oh man. That just go going to a new team for one year, like you said, going through all these quarterbacks, winning it, and just back. All right. All right. I'm done. Yeah. They, they, thanks for my seven rings. And so yeah. what? So what's his deal? Did he come in on it? A, like a two he's year on a deal? two
0: year, $60 okay. million, $50 million deal. So he's, and I'm pretty sure it was like all guaranteed, but if he retires, they don't have to pay him. But yeah, I just, I, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know, man. Cause, and I love Tom Brady and I'm never going to count him out, but how likely would it be for him to repeat and get eight? Like if you win it here, and you want to go out on top, this is the year to go out on top. No, this, this would be the year to go on so, top. And not saying, like, they could get even better next year. Like you said, maybe they go out and sign someone. Chris Godwin's a free agent, so they got to bring him back, obviously. And Gronk said he's going to stay because he still has one more year. So they're not going to lose anyone. I'm just saying, like, it, it, it would it would be a worthwhile conversation to think because just how the story he'd put to go out like that. Like everyone thought, Oh, Peyton Manning it was great, you know, he got benched, he came back, he won the Super Bowl in Denver, blah blah blah. Like but this like takes it to another level. Breeze, right and dude, I think he sent Breeze into retirement, and there's talks he might have sent Rodgers
1: into retirement. Rodgers, Rodgers, like, ah, you know, nothing. And I, I don't think he's guaranteed. gonna
0: retire. I think it's more likely he gets traded or goes somewhere else than retire, you think? but
1: I don't. You I just think don't Rogers see him is out? I
0: don't. No. You no. I don't, I don't think though. he's. I don't think he's going to leave. I'm saying that people are saying he's going to retire. I think it's more likely he gets traded oh, than retire. Which I don't think either of them are likely. Maybe they are
1: because you know he's not too happy that Jordan Love got brought back, and uh, I don't think he liked uh, Matt Lafleur's yeah. uh, decision not to go for it. There. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I know we were talking about it a lot, and at first I was like, you know, you know, go for it there. And then I started seeing it both ways. They still have the three timeouts. They still have the two minute warning. And then they that penalty. That they it did makes on sense both ways. But here's the thing:
0: if they score the touchdown, there's no guarantee they get the two. So then they still have to go down
1: and score. Yeah, the two point conversion isn't guaranteed. So. I would rather want it in my hands to make that play yeah. though, than give it to Tom Brady. And, I agree. Because
0: once have, they gave it to him, you give it to Tom. He's not giving it back. But it almost did work out, like what we're what we're saying. If if that penalty, and it was a, I I know, you know, there were a couple things that could have been called, but you can't, you literally cannot say that that was a freaking bad call. Yes, the flag came in late, but dude, his his shirt was stretched two yards. It's a
1: penalty. It's a
0: penalty. And someone Hunter said it was uncatchable. I'm like, you can't say it's uncatchable when the guy literally lost his step. Yeah, well, he held him and he lost his step. So who knows? Maybe it was catchable if he didn't get held. So. Yeah, it was a late call. I agree, but it was the right call that's, to make. But they would have gotten the ball back with a minute forty, like we're saying. So it, it could have worked out for them
1: theoretically. Yeah. That's, I was so confused. I think it it might have been me that um that texted that first was like, "Why did that flag come in so late?" Yeah, because you know you got Romo and Nance talking about it like, and then there there the flag hit the field and they're like, "Oh my gosh, that came in late." And then you know there's talks about how they were letting him play all game long, but. Yeah. Seeing that jersey stretch that far. The thing like, is, is I'm
0: all down for letting them play a little. Like I think that the thing is, is all those calls against the Packers and a couple against the Bucks. They, they, they could have been called. They couldn't have been called. So if there's a blatant PI like the Saints one that they missed yeah. or this one that we're talking about, like yes, they need to be called. There's got to be a little leeway, like, especially in games. A little like hand this. fighting yeah, here and there. And they're, and the they're both thing is, doing is it. Both people do it. Yeah. So one thing I want to talk about too is. You see the targeting call on Carlton Davis or Murphy Bunting on Devontae Adams right down at the goal line. But wow. they it was a targeting call, but this is my biggest thing about targeting. And I get it. They're trying to take it away, and they don't want it going to the head. But Devontae Adams lowered his head just as much as the defender did. And I'm sorry, but you tell me how awkward it is to go full speed into a NFL receiver who's big, fast, strong, powerful and drop your butt and keep your eyes up and cuz now you're just going to get trucked. It's so there's there's some calls
1: in the NFL and college that I like, oh, oh my College it bugs me so bad because you know you're you're on the you're playing in the national championship and they get and, thrown out. And he gets thrown out. It's you know may, maybe if you call that a penalty. All right, you call it a penalty. Um, there's a penalty they yeah. don't get kicked out um I just it's hard to always say that they're trying to do that intentionally yeah. like obviously they're trying to not uh they're trying to make the players not do it but when you're when you're in the middle of a football game and some guy just catches a ball and you're in the national championship, like the first thought in your head is like don't don't do targeting you know yeah and i i thought I thought the call
0: against on Justin Fields in the semifinals was the wrong call because that too he's spinning and this is just I'm just talking about like targeting but he's spinning he's going down like it's just a bang bang play there was no intent the I li- I promise you the linebacker did not intend especially it wasn't towards the head either. exactly the the linebacker did mm. not intend to take Justin Fields out there now there's sometimes where you know there might be a little targeting and stuff but that's just stupid on the players cuz you're just risking yourself so
1: yeah, yeah. I, I know it, it's stupid, kind of as a fan too, like saying you're watching your favorite team or something, and one of those hits happens. It's like you know that flag's coming out. Yeah, too. but you're like that was a great hit. Yeah, yeah, and if it's on the other side too, and then you're just like uh, that flag's coming yeah, out. There's a 15 yard right there. You're like,
0: oh, you got smacked, but okay. Yeah, we'll take the 15 yards.
1: So, yeah, that's funny. It, it's just it's a hard it's a hard topic, but you know you could argue at both sides, trying to keep the players safe, and then. Got the other side. Oh, they're just playing football, you know? Yeah. So Yeah. Definitely.
0: So there were a couple funny tweets too after the Bucks game. Do you see the one Brady remade of him and Gronk oh sing? We dude. ain't going, going nowhere. nowhere. Bad boys for life. That's funny. Brady's even.
1: just Brady's Brady and Gronk, they're just legends. Yeah. You know? And so. then
0: people people trolling Rogers and Drew Brees like. Brady's been in the NFC for one year and already has as many NFC titles as now. And
1: and now Patrick Mahomes has been to as many Super Bowls as Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees. Yeah. So combined. I I was reading
0: something. Brady's now been to more Super Bowls than Manning, Brees, and Rodgers combined 10. And I think Manning went to three or four, and Rodgers and Brees have only been to one each. So that's.
1: Man, I always rooted for Drew Brees, too. I like Drew Brees a lot. And he just... Yeah. If last, he wasn't
0: playing the Bucks, I would have cheered for him. But, yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think... I think I called for this Saints and Bills Super Bowl a couple weeks back. Was I telling that? To, was I talking to I you don't about remember. that? I remember. I was talking to somebody. about. I, I
0: just remember you not having too much faith in the Washington football team. <sighs>
1: <laughs> well, it's because Alex Smith comes in and you know plays against the Eagles. And you get to see him, dude. He... He cannot move. Oh come on! on that they leg.
0: they won that game because Wentz got benched or Hertz got
1: benched. Get oh, yeah. out of here! <laughs> if if Hertz stays in that game, they lose. Yeah. Dude, oh, I was I was so mad mm-hmm. watching that game. It's like they were trying to throw the freaking game away, bro. Oh, they were. That's why Doug Doug Peterson got fired. So I'm yeah. glad he, I'm glad he got fired too because that doesn't fly with me. But I know I'm and I'm sitting there watching the game and. They're talking about, well, I think it's Nate, Nate Sudfield that come in. He got drafted by Washington and he comes into the game and I'm like, what are they doing? And, you know, obviously after the game and stuff, there's reports coming out that players had to be held back and stuff. And, but yeah, watching, watching Alex Smith in that game, I'm just kind of like, Oh my gosh, he can't move. He can't, you know, they get pressure on him. He's, He's getting sacked. Or he's going to make a really bad decision, and he made a lot of bad decisions in that game. But then you get this freaking kid that comes out of nowhere, out of Dominion University, played for next FL team. Hey, you
0: want to know why he did so good? Because he was in New England for three weeks, and he studied the GOAT.
1: Was he? Yes, he was on the practice squad for maybe two or three.
0: But he told a story, too, of how he just got signed and he's like, I'm going to be the first one to the Patriots facility and got there at like four in the morning. He said, Brady had been there an hour. Yeah. He said, he walked in and Tom Brady goes, Who is this guy? And he's like, Oh, hey, I'm, yeah, you know, the new guy. And Brady's like, Oh, cool. Sit down. And Brady had been there for an hour, four in the morning. So it just
1: proves you. Oh, my the gosh. From and I saw, I saw I a post that just made my blood boil. It's uh, so you got Cam Newton, Taylor Heineke, and Kyle Allen all on the Panthers roster. Um, I think is you know last year, and they did a photo swap of all three in Washington uniforms. <laughs> oh, geez. and I'm just like, oh my gosh! I swear, if they sign Cam Newton too, I mean, and we were talking about um, uh, let's see, maybe a week or so ago about Washington's hire for the general manager, and it turns out they hire a different guy than who I thought they were going to hire. So I was like, I'm not, I'm not too high on um, them signing that general manager that they were talking about signing, and it was Carolina's old one that Ron Rivera was with. And okay. I'm just like, you guys are turning into the Washington Panthers. So, you know, and then I was, I was just frustrated with that. And then they bring in this guy from uh, San Francisco, though. So I was a little bit more happy with that. So I,
0: I saw a tweet, and I wanted to ask you this question. Because I was thinking about it last night, but there was, it gave us five quarterbacks, maybe four, and I want you to give me your honest opinion of where these four quarterbacks land. Four, yeah, okay. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Jimmy Garoppolo, and Cam Newton.
1: So, like, base from top to bottom. Like no, no, best no, to worst. No, no, no.
0: So here, I'll go first. So we're not going to say where they. The, I want you to say their most likely destination. That's not their team right now. So Ooh. Matthew Stafford for me, the Patriots are most likely destination. Jimmy Garoppolo for me. You know, I don't know the teams that are interested. I could see the Colts being in the run. I the Colts he could be in the one for, run for Wentz. He's a good. Too, he's a good landing spot. But I could see that. Um, would you like him in Washington? Cam? No, no, no. Uh, Jimmy? Jimmy,
1: I think, I don't know. I'd rather take Matthew Stafford yeah. over Jimmy Garoppolo. I think, I think.
0: and I'm going <clears> to, <throat> I think Stafford and Garoppolo are both great fits with the Patriots. Rogers, I, I don't know if he really does want to trade. I could see him going to the Niners, dude, uh, it's, because he's from California and I, I, I didn't know this, but I was reading the other day, and he never had a good relationship with Mike McCarthy because McCarthy was a coach on the Niners when they picked Alex Smith over uh, uh, Aaron, Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers in the draft, and so he always was salty about that. Even when McCarthy came to Green Bay, so I could see him going to that would be that would be kind of cool, him and Shanahan, and then for Cam Newton, he, honestly, I think he ends up as a backup somewhere.
1: That's what I that's what I'm. Thinking I don't know here.
0: where it, he could easily sign back with New England, which. I would hope they don't start I, him. I think
1: I think Bills. I think Bills smarter than that. I think
0: the only reason I say New England is because I don't see any other team that could benefit from using him. Washington, if they take him, they're just dumb. I'd rather take I'd rather take Heineke over him because he he had upside. But and you saw it, Newton couldn't play. The only reason I think he could stay in New England would be because he had leadership skills and Belichick loved him. But I, I think he's a backup caliber guy right now
1: yeah i mean let's see so you got matthew stafford aaron Rodgers, jimmy garoppolo cam Newton. yep so i think matthew stafford to the colts okay. unfortunately um I, I really want so you might not have known this but i was a lions fan when i was like let's see maybe six or seven
0: how is it that you like the worst teams. Usually you jump on bandwagon to the so, best teams.
1: You went from the Lions to the Red Sox, the football team. <laughs> so let me let me explain this. So when I was a kid growing up, I loved Lions, right? The animal Lions. And so I find out there's a football team, a football team named the Lions. And so I get this number 81 from the Lions. Who do you think I'd be talking about?
0: Megatron, Calvin Johnson. Nope. No.
1: <laughs> I get this Roy Williams fat head. No, my room. yeah, yeah. When I'm like, what eight or nine, maybe, maybe gotta be seven or eight, somewhere around that area. And then I'm just like, why do I like this team? You know, and yeah. so all my uncles, it's a good question, all my uncles and stuff, they're, uh, you know, they are Redskins fans. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, if before the time I could really think for myself, you know, so yeah. I think I think they kind of like. Mess with my brain a little bit. And so here I am. I'm a Redskins fan at the age nine or whatever. So um let's see. Matthew Stafford to the Colts. Okay. I like I like what you said too about Aaron Rodgers to the San, San Fran. Yeah. That would just
0: it would just be cool for me. Let's see here.
1: Jamie Garoppolo. Chicago Bears. The
0: Bears. They give up on Trubisky and Foles. Okay. Yeah.
1: So I've seen well, there's been a lot of talk with like Deshaun going to Chicago too. Yeah. And so that's that's where I kinda think maybe I think Chicago for Jimmy. And then just like Cam, I just He's a good backup though. Like Yeah, he, he'd
0: be better than most people. The thing is if you get Cam Newton as backup quarterback, you could kind of use him in the Taysom Hill role too. Yeah, so it, it wouldn't be a bad backup. Yeah,
1: yeah, you could have him out
0: there on on punts and stuff, and going tackling returners. <laughs> he, he dude, he he had more catches, not more catches, but he had a touchdown. He'd be better than the Patriots tight ends unless we draft Kyle Pitts. But oh my gosh, we'll just sign him and put him at tight end. So
1: and then, but you could throw you could throw Deshaun in that conversation too. Yeah, to but yeah,
0: who knows? My I. He said Miami and the Jets and then people said no to the Jets. So I don't know where that's going. I don't think he stays in Houston. Who knows where? No. Please come to New England.
1: Uh no. There's another <laughs> team he wants to go to. Don't even And they don't it. even have a name. They don't even have a name. <laughs> he
0: wants to go to the football team, but what football team? So
1: They got to get that. They got to get that name figured out they do. By, the, by next year.
0: We'll talk about that in a later episode, but we need to come up with four good names for them. But Oh, man. Like, I, I, I think the Red Tails is good. They said that one, and did they say Red Wing Red, Wings? Red Wolves Red is another Wolves. one.
1: It's not bad, but... I like more of... I don't know either. Like, Red Wolves at first, I was like, yeah, you know, like, my kid's side came out like, oh, the Red Wolves, man, that's yeah. sick, though. Yeah. Yeah, but... And then I just, like, some of the logos they came out with, and then you look at the Concepts. other logos. Yeah, and I'm just like, no. yeah. That's like a, like a pee wee football team <laughs> logo right there, you know? <laughs> yeah. So... I don't know, and the, but there's so many stupid <laughs> names out there, too. Like, it, oh, my gosh, like the monuments and stuff. Yeah. Not a fan. Not a fan.
0: I feel like the monuments would just get, they'd cancel them. They'd be like, monuments are of racist presidents. So they might oh, cancel geez. them. <laughs> the, uh, the Washington Bill Clintons. <laughs> the Monica Lewinsky's? Ooh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, you could say anything with Washington, but... I would think red red tails. Red bulls like would be red, cool. I like red, red tails, tails a lot. I think you could do cool branding with the red tails, but who knows there might be something else out there. But we'll we'll bring that up in a different episode.
1: But Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. Well a lot to talk about, a lot to take in, uh, championship weekend and the Pro Bowl's gonna happen this weekend and it's gonna be virtual, so no excitingness yeah, about no nothing exciting about the We already Um,
1: talked about that and we're just like we're just not excited about that at this
0: point. I'm so sick of everything being virtual from online classes to whatever else you have to do. It's like I could care less about watching whatever they're going to do. So that will be that Um, right now. The plan is for um, Friday's episode to be a mock draft. Uh, One of us will take the odd picks and the other one will take the even picks and we'll go back and forth off of each other's picks It'll be our first mock draft. We'll probably try to do one a month until um, the draft. And like we said, we'll try to live stream that one on our Instagram channel. So make sure you go follow the Instagram link in the description. Thank you guys so much for listening. Fog, any last words before we sign off?
1: Good to be here, Jace. Uh, it was good. What a what a great first episode. Lots to talk about. And uh, there's going to be... A lot more to talk about here in the future, for sure.
0: We're going to try to get guests on. Uh, We're in contact with some right now, some from different uh, sports teams, like some different sports teams fans. Maybe talk about off season with them, what they think uh, their teams are going to do, and then you know, obviously, we we still we're in the thick of the NBA season. Our hometown Utah Jazz looking good. I. I they I, look at I yeah I, I yeah we'll talk what's about Shaq. yeah we'll talk about them we'll bring them up but so we got that and you know who knows when MLB starts and I follow hockey I don't know if you follow hockey but we got some fights coming up too so lots to talk about NFL offseason free agency everything so got a lot a lot to talk about like I said thank you guys for listening make sure you check the link uh links in our description follow our social medias uh, follow this podcast rate at five stars. We're going to be shouting out anyone that gives us five stars in a review on Apple podcast. Spotify we will be checking that. And if you want to tweet at us, send us a direct message on any of our social medias. If you have questions and we'll try to answer those epi- every episode. And for now, we'll see you until Friday. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Sports Bell. Follow us on our social media to stay up to date while you're not listening. And be sure to tune in to the next episode. Y'all take it easy. I'm out.